0: History tweets. I am Tim, welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. The uh, topic for our podcast today is Tsar Alexander II. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? Sounds boring. No, because he gets like, um, he has like a bunch of uh, assassination attempts. Okay. We love. We are. We
2: love a good assassination attempt. attempt.
0: I I don't want to say we're pro assassination, but we do cover a lot of assassinations in history. So this is one of them, and uh, he gets he he and you know he's such a nice guy. The problem with this is he's such a nice guy. He was like there. I mean, Russia's Abraham Lincoln, and look what happened to both of them.
1: Well, it's true.
0: It's a cautionary tale, Brandy, don't do anything nice. Okay.
1: I will remember that.
0: Word's
2: well, still I don't line. think Brandy's going to be assassinated anytime soon.
0: <laughs> think she's safe? Yeah. Good
1: Although
2: the colonel, he might catch a bullet at any time to me. Oh.
0: Well, I would like to remind our listeners that we are a comedy podcast. <laughs> Sometimes we use adult language. When I say we, I'm really talking about Brandy. Yes. And uh, if... You find brandy offensive? Then Which we suggest. What do. we suggest you do out uh, there, Colonel? Just hit the fucking road, Jack, and don't you come back. No
2: more. No more. No more. No more.
0: I like that song. So uh, let me introduce our panel before we get started. I am joined by a lady who was known throughout the land. And every little hamlet and village as Brandy the benevolent and I how do I know you ask you ask uh, Brandy, how do I know that you're loved in every little village and Hamlet? I attend all of the village idiot conventions, <laughs> sure and <laughs> I hear the you're the, the keynote speaker. <clears throat> Well, yeah, I've been a keynote speaker before. Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all?
1: No, I'm all right, Timmy. Hanging in there. It's been a weird, weird week. The weather's been strange. It's just been a whole thing, but I'm good. Happy to be here.
0: Well, we are glad you're here. Anything exciting happening in your life? that you would like to share or you want me just go on and introduce the one that everyone is really listening it's to been to a it's been a, it's popular. been a
1: rough week it's been a rough week you can go ahead and introduce chuck i'm sure he has something now, to say
0: now, our, our listeners would you know they 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 don't mind you know 10 or 12 seconds of brandy time they just don't want you to get carried away and go two or three yeah minutes
2: but that. you say it's been a rough week let us share in your pain devil
1: no, that's... Let us revel in your pain. I will carry that. No. No, I'm not going to let you revel in my pain. I'm going to just... I'm I'm going to deal with my pain in, in quiet contemplation. Uh, How's your knee? Well, I got a way to help you. No, you don't. Colonel um, done. You know what? My knee's okay. It gets... Um, this weather's not doing anything for it it gets stiff and sore but it's all right it's i don't have to walk on a crutch or a cane and i can drive so that's all good
0: do you have like a little uh limp i do
1: have a limp i do and i'm hoping it goes away eventually but yeah i have a limp right now
2: any chance of you getting a peg leg no no
0: no, there's. Randy, I'm no telling chance. you, you could bring that back. You could bring the peg leg back. Of course, I could, could, but I don't
1: need to because I have both my legs and they are fine. Well, you just because you have not I do lack commitment. Commitment. Yeah, that can that can never be said. That I, yeah.
2: When they were talking about a knee replacement for me, I just told them take it off. Take it off. Take it out. You know, you can have the whole root canal and everything else done, the cap, the whatever. Or you can just take it out. You know what? They told me my knees need to be replaced. I said, just take them off. Yeah.
1: So what you're going to do is end up being like Cotton Hill on King of the Hill where he got his shin (laughs) shot off in Korea or whatever it was. That's going to be you walking around. No shins. Just (laughs) thighs and feet. Amazing. So, let's go on to Chuck, because well, he's I, I got thighs and feet. Well, I we've
0: Brandy time by now. So, let me introduce a man. No. <laughs> Do you think we went a little long on Brandy time there, Charles? Even though <sighs> we were talking about you, some of it. But that was a good Well, part. you know
2: what we need, Timmy? We need, like, the Academy Awards music when we're going a little bit long, like a little piano. <laughs> and then make it loud. lot louder. Yeah, I mean, louder. you
0: know, if, if we had a live show, we could have a person mm. with a cane, you know, that, yeah, reaches them across the stage yeah. and thanks her away. Wow, but man, you get or just a, cut you some get brandy time started. It's, I
1: wish a motherfucker would.
2: <laughs> just do like we need to do like the debates where they just cut the mics. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, well, I have, little, I have a little thing here enough. on my uh, on my computer that starts turning red after thirty seconds of brandy time. So ah. I try to keep oh, a, okay. try to keep us focused. Uh, and let me introduce the man, uh, Brandy. These are troubled times, and uh, you know there's a war in the Ukraine. Uh, there is chaos in the streets. There, uh, we have a uh, drug epidemic, and when when people are in despair, they they look they they look for answers. Brandy,
1: they should not look and here. Not all. He ever. has been
0: described as. I know Asus in the Desert of the Spell.
1: No one's called him that.
0: He is a best-selling author. What's the name of your book, uh, Colonel?
1: Hat to make love to... Gross.
0: Uh, he has a CD, holiday CD coming out called It's a Colonel's Christmas. Gross. It's a he Colonel's is,
1: Christmas. <laughs> Look at it, Jesus.
0: He's a man of God. Oh, no. Praise Jesus. Oh, no. The Reverend, <laughs> can you have that again, Colonel, because that wasn't really clear.
2: Praise Jesus. <sighs> can I get an amen?
0: Oh, my can God. Can I Thank get you. an amen from you out there? Thank you, Colonel. They're very honorable. The Reverend, Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel?
2: Ah. Uh, well, Timmy, it's been an interesting week
0: here, Timmy. Over at the Colonel House. Now,
2: you remember last week we were I was talking to you about the album, you know? Yeah. Colonel Christmas.
0: It's a Colonel's Christmas. And uh,
2: apparently, you know, my trusty assistant, Andy, um, and you remember this, devil, because it offended your tribe. Wow. When he handed me the note that said the Moron Tabernacle Choir. When he meant the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. But he left the M off there. I have had to fire Andy, Timmy. I've had to fire, Timmy, or, or Andy.
0: So, I got a new assistant. Yeah, I, I feel bad about that, because I'm not sure Andy's going to get another job.
2: I don't think he will, Timmy. He's. I'm not giving him a good reference. I'm not giving him a
0: good reference. Well, who's your new he assistant, was, Colonel?
2: Uh, my new assistant is Danny, Timmy.
0: Now, is Danny... Uh, what gender is Danny?
2: Danny is non-binary. Okay. Um, but they... Have really big boobies, me and are blonde, so no. that well, fit all the qualifications.
0: Well, I don't I,
2: know if they're non-binary, but I just a name like Danny, you know, it could go either way.
0: It could go either way. So I, I feel kind of, <clears throat> I feel kind of bad for An- Andy, though.
2: Uh, you know, I don't feel bad for Andy. Don't cry for Andy, Argentina, because. <laughs> Andy, well, first of all, Andy thinks that they've got that extended unemployment where he gets a $600 bonus every week. Uh-huh. He was all excited when I let him go. I said, don't think of this as a fire. Think of it as an opportunity to learn and grow. And, uh, you know, there were there were a few tears. He He hugged me and said, you know, you are the most important mentor in my whole life, and I appreciate everything you've ever done for me. And I told him, you know, don't touch me, and, you know, please. Uh And had him escorted out of your your
0: office. Um,
2: But Danny appears to be working out very good. Um, All right. She's getting all my calls for me, and, you know, um, now apparently, Timmy, we run into a little snag with the Colonel Christmas. Oh, no. Um, It seems, yeah, it seems down in um, Wilbuck, Oklahoma. Mm Mm-hmm. There's an 80-year-old man who's been playing at Maury's Pub for about the last 30 years, and he calls himself the singing colonel, Timmy.
0: Well, that's and, uh, that's an infringement upon your uh, right. Well, he has filed an injunction
2: to try to stop the album. <clears throat> so Oh, I,
0: he, the, he, who has ever heard of the singing colonel? Exactly,
2: exactly. So... We, you know we're going through that but we decided Cause you know uh, someone's an
0: idiot if they take you know if they walk around calling himself the colonel all okay the time. are we done now with colonel <laughs> time
2: well so anyway oh, okay. um one of the things that my my brilliant new assistant danny mm-hmm. after after talking to her for a week um she said you know uh, the thing i can't you're so enlightened you're so enlightened. You're so wise. You're so, you're so. Y- just being in your presence fulfills me spiritually. Let's <clears throat> under, understand. Oh, glad about that. She said, "I think rather than the an album, and I think really what your life's calling might be is, uh, I think you should start a spiritual awareness."
1: God, nobody awareness, has said that to you.
2: Um, and. You could have people, you know. I, I think it'd be good if we lived in a big. You got people to live in a big compound all together, and you could give them like, like little speeches, motivational speeches through the, you know, each day. Um, she she stopped somewhere and picked me up some linen pants, um, in a in a kind of a nice tank top T-shirt,
0: tie dye tank top T-shirt. Oh, the you look kind of like John uh, Johnson.
1: Miami yeah so bias. no he doesn't are um, we done with this I'm not even paying attention anymore I can imagine what our readers are doing <laughs> so Wait, I don't, don't even know the listeners. story
2: <clears throat> it could be some people's I said you know Danny that seems a little cultish to me and she said you know that's a that's a rough it's a rough word. It's a harsh word so anyway um I'm I'm thinking about that she said you know you could uh If you, she said, you know you could. I just wish there were people like you. You've written this book, "How to Make Love to a Woman," and if you could just get a big group and bless them with your rod of enlightenment. Oh my
1: God!
2: I'm not really sure (laughs) what that. Your rod of
0: enlightenment. Are we done with this now? Rod of
2: enlightenment, Timmy.
0: Okay.
2: Um. So, if you want to be a handmaiden or a member of this uh study group is what we're gonna call it.
0: Um you can just send your
2: applications straight to Danny. Okay,
0: so Danny will, will get take you care set of up. the call uh, applications basically is what you're saying.
2: She's, yes, okay. yes. Okay, are we done? done? Yeah and, and are we done you now you can email Danny at Danny the Colonel's assistant at Gmail so if you need her.
0: Well, okay, I'm good. sure so I, your that email account will be filled up in no time, Colonel. Well, why? I don't know. We're going to be a little sure, selective. Why? He
1: will se- He'll never put the account up. Just like we don't have a YouTube channel. I mean, it's never going to happen. None of it's going to happen. Can we just do this?
0: Well, you're pretty. You're you're pretty much a you negative today. Nelly
2: devil. You yeah. You're just negative. See, that's why she wanted me to do this. Because people like you, what you do, devil, she, is you, be, you move the needle backwards. That's why Andy. she who wanted to Daniel. do it.
1: No, Danny, I stopped listening. she said
2: I should do it. So, <laughs> so I just see, stopped. People like me.
1: So, that's not cool. And I'm kind of over listening to this entire story. Enlightenment. I'm really over it. So, we're going to need to move on into Alexander well, the we II. Well, we weren't
2: going to let you in the cult. In.
1: Well, oop, I said cult. It's not a cult. Um, I have my own We
2: weren't going to let you in our spiritual group
1: anyway. That's all right. I have my own. So, suck it. And we have cheesecake. Suck it. Let's talk about
0: Alexander II. Alexander II ruled Russia from his father's death in 1855 until his own death in 1881. Brandy, you can do the calculations there, but that's almost 30 years, like 26 years. Uh, Maybe Uh, she can. To many, to many Russians, Alexander was a hero. Although the United States, uh, although in the United States, we remember Alexander II for selling us what is now Alaska. That wasn't the best move probably, but you know, he was, you know, he he probably was behind on a couple bills. And Mm -hmm.
1: that electric bill was due.
0: Yeah. Alexander Alexander II was quite the reformer who instituted many reforms to improve the lives of ordinary Russians.
2: A little bit of history, Timmy. What most people don't know. Mm-hmm. He didn't really sell us
0: Alaska. I, did we he lose bought, it in the crap game?
2: Well, we bought Alaska from a Russian pawn shop. Uh, he was short on cash, went to the pawn pros, Got, you know, got got a little bit of money oh, for Alaska. for fuck's sake. We, being the entrepreneurs we are in America, we saw it, and we jumped on it. And we bought it from a Russian pawn shop, Timmy.
1: Wow. A little well, in fact,
0: Alexander mm-hmm. II was a progressive. So, you know, think, uh, think of Bernie Sanders if he was Russian and lived in the 19th century.
2: It would be uh, cool if Bernie Sanders had a Russian accent oh and God. he yelled at people.
1: Bernie Sanders uh, is one, one minute away from wandering out on his lawn in his bathrobe to get the paper and scream at kids being on his lawn. One. Let's just keep Bernie's name out of our mouth.
2: Uh, I love Bernie. Bernie's Bernie's my uh, spirit
1: animal. Well.
0: Yeah, but what are you talking about?
1: He's always yelling. Crotchety old bear should be your spirit mm-hmm. animal.
0: Alexander II was a progressive who worked hard to bring Russia out of its dark past. In 1861, yeah, of course, Brandy, that was around the same time you were born, the United States entered into a bloody civil war uh, that determined the fate of slavery in North America. While in Russia, at the same time, Alexander uh, II instituted reforms that ended the, a centuries-long system of serfdom. The well, word we serf... we need
2: to institute those reforms in this country, because uh, <laughs> yeah. we
0: have a lot of serfs. The word serf uh, originated from the French word <clears throat> serf, which was derived from the Latin word servus, or, in other words, slave. So how did it how why is it surfing when you go out and jump on a board in the water and when you're on land uh, you have to work for somebody. If you're in to. the water
1: I think it's spelled S U R F, so the spelling's oh. different. Thank you, Brandy. You're welcome.
0: Here uh, the help. surfdom was a condition of debt bondage. Now, Colonel, Let's I know you, loans we were talking about Timmy. You mentioned you discussed bondage in your book, "How to Make <laughs> Love." For well, I discussed debt bondage too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: if you uh, owe me money, Timmy, if you
0: owe me money, you're liable to get chained to a wall and whipped a little bit. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, serfdom was a condition of debt bondage where it was basically indentured. Servitude, uh, it's very similar w- with slavery. The only exception is they couldn't buy and sell you, but basically you were your you know, you were someone else's property or land landover landowner or a overseer. Not a Land Rover, because that would be stupid. Yeah, land
2: Rover, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's a landowner. Uh, serfs who occupied a plot of land were required to work or the lord of the manor. And see, I would see serfs when I would travel to the idiot conventions, village idiot <clears> conventions, <throat> uh, who owned, uh, they, they they would serve the uh, lord of the manor. And they were entitled to protection, justice, and a right to cultivate certain fields within the manor to maintain their own subsistence. So, you know, you, you uh, grow maybe marijuana two thousand acres of yeah you grow two thousand acres of marijuana but and you can have maybe a half acre to yourself. Yeah.
2: That's it fair. Seems like a good deal to me really. Yeah. It seems like they invented capitalism
0: over there, Jimmy. <laughs> they kinda almost perfected it, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Serfs were often required not only to work on the Lord's fields, but also in his mines and forests, and to, la- uh, and to labor to maintain roads. Uh, serfs had little control over their own, uh, on their own lives. They could not leave the manor or even get married without the lord's permission. Now I don't know if this is the same kind of arrangement you have with Danny or not, Colonel.
2: <clears throat> well, it's not. A f- it's not as formal, but um, anybody that she hits up on Tinder, she, I, she's not allowed to swipe left or right. I have to do it on her phone. T- I t- what? I'm basically her mentor. Yeah.
0: I said, In uh, 1861, as the Civil War was breaking out here in the United States, Tsar Alexander II took a bold action of emancipating 40 million Russian serfs. That was a big deal, and it led to him, his nickname of the Great Liberator. Now, Brandy, to put this in perspective.
1: There are worse nicknames.
0: uh, How many slaves do you think there were in the United States in 1861? I don't know. They were 6 million. So he liberated 40 million serfs, so it was kind of a big deal. It was in all the papers. I'm sure. It was, it was a big deal. It was on uh, Headline News. I'm
1: sure. now, and then the
2: Russian Supreme Court said, no, we don't think you can do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had the Duma there. Where they Yeah, the that was their Congress, the yeah. Duma. The Duma. Although I think this was before the Duma. We'll get into it. Anyway, a true reformer, Alexander was opposed by many in the nobility Now, Colonel, you're in the nobility. Uh, Well, you're in the nobility too, Timmy. You're a baron. Yeah, well, everyone's in the nobility except for Brandy. But she claims to be a queen, but I've never Mm, seen her papers. I don't claim that. It's a fake queen. You claim that. Never seen your papers. Well. Alexander was opposed by many in the nobility who saw such actions as weakening the state. However, Alexander. Oh,
2: now see this is why this is why Danny makes so money, oh my Timmy. God. Okay. The Duma was the State Duma, Imperial State Duma was introduced to the Russian Empire by Emperor Nicholas in 1905, Timmy.
0: Yeah, so this predates Duma. The Duma. Yeah. All right. See see already it, I think her it was money, this, I think it's his son or grandson. I don't know if Nicholas II created the Duma or this guy's kid. Nicholas II was his grandchild, so it might have been his son that uh, impl- uh, implemented the Duma or gave way to. His what family.
1: the fuck are you guys talking about?
0: However,
2: we're trying to teach people history. We're trying to make people learn a little bit while they we're entertaining and we're educating.
0: You do you, uh, Brandy? Do you find Vladimir Putin attractive at all? No, gross.
1: No. Have you ever seen sh- him
0: without a shirt?
1: N- n- yeah, he's but- a
0: handsome man, Colonel. Doing? He's, doing he's got short man syndrome
1: for sure.
2: Putin in the in the Old Spice commercial. He looks like that guy that's <laughs> selling deodorant in the Super Bowl ads.
1: He should ride his bear in and with a bottle of Old Spice. <laughs> yeah. Definitely.
0: Uh, so, despite the resistance that, because, uh, uh, you know, in Russia, the, it was the czar, it was, nobil- you know, the Tsar, nobility, and the clergy, right? So, those are the three pillars. Despite the fact that the nobility and the church was opposed to these reforms, uh, Alexander continued to press them. Uh he said, it's better we make changes from the top, or one day they will be made from the bottom. So that's, that's pretty good advice there, Colonel, wouldn't you say? That's not, not bad advice at all. Now, Alexander feared that if the reforms were not instituted, eventually the Russian people would rise up, and it, result, and it would result in a bloody revolution that would not only shake Russia, but the entire, entire world which, of course, is exactly what happened th- some 36 l- years later uh, after Alexander's death. So he could, he, he could see the future, Colonel. Yeah. During, his yeah. reign, during his reign, Alexander II implemented many, many reforms, including economic reforms that brought Russia into the Industrial Age. He built railroads and modernized the Russia infrastructure. I don't actually think they've done much improvement since he's been gone. But uh, from, you know, from what I hear, right. His most controversial attempt at reform, however, was to write a constitution, which would grant the Russian people individual rights, what? All- allow for the freedom Crazy. of press and limited his own power by establishing a Russia Duma, or Congress. Now, as we just said, it doesn't happen in his lifetime, but he was on the road to this, what he was proposing. Despite his progressive policies, Tsar Alexander II had enemies, hard hard to figure that one out. You start freeing people, start uh, giving people individual rights, Uh, Or before you know it, you have enemies. The nobility and the church uh, preferred a strong monarch that would uh, preserve their privileges, while the more radical members of society felt that uh, Alexander's reforms were too slow and only half-major. So you have the revolutionaries, that would be the forerunner of, you know, Lenin and, and his group. And then you had the nobility and the church. You, you know they wanted to keep what they had, so he was basically getting it from both sides, Brandy. Right, as we would say. Sure. Um. So even the even Colonel even the serfs complain. You know,
2: you can't make a serf happy, Timmy. That's one thing I've noticed. <laughs> you you give uh, a serf an inch, and they want three and a half inches, Timmy.
0: Although and you the give them a half acre, half. they want a full acre. You know, it's like yeah, they want a full acre,
2: and Timmy, they want a mule. No, 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 and He's a gonna... plow. You know, and then a sword.
0: I mean, you can't make a serf happy, Timmy. Jesus, remember that Woody Allen movie where he was? I think it was Love and Peace or something, where he said his <laughs> yeah. uncle, his uncle owned a little piece of land. <laughs> his, his uncle had his hands out; and he had a little bit of dirt in his hands. Okay, so yeah. even the serfs complained. Although they were happy they were granted freedom, they were prom- they were promised land. So see, man, you know, fuck. <laughs> you can't please people, you really can't. After free- freeing the serfs, the nobility uh, convened uh, the Tsar or conveyed to the Tsar to slowly implement land reform. Yeah, let's don't go too crazy with, you know, giving these yeah. serfs lands, you know.
2: It reminds me of that Monty Python movie uh where the where the serfs are complaining but but they learn to live with their fate to me the russian serfs russians are cranky people to me you can't do much for them you could have given them dark chocolate and freedom and they'd still complain And they still complain can't
0: make can't make Mm. some people happy no the serfs were now uh the serfs were now paid for their labor but now, it was now subjected to taxation. See? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's. Yeah, you went know, See, when you was when you was a serf, you had it made, right? No taxes. You have your little right. bit of land. I mean, you was living the, you living large, wife, right? But no now, good honey, Timmy. Now, what? when you're yeah. you're working, you're free. <laughs> now the government wants their their they pound of flesh. They're, they're, they're a a pound of, of the flesh from you. Yeah. <laughs> also, the end of serfdom led to runaway inflation. Well, it tends to happen, I guess, when people are earning money. <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, you know, to me, it's like here, uh, we hear about you know
2: jobs, wages going up, wages going up. But well, you know what? They still get you because yeah, all oh, wages are going up. Let's charge people six dollars for a box of cereal. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they get you coming and going. That's for eggs, stupid.
0: So, so actually, although they were free, uh, the the poor creatures were worse than they were before. Not only that, but Alexander had instituted military conscription. So, your one That's hand you're free; up. on the next <laughs> hand, <laughs> you had to work. You know, you had to join the Russian military. Yeah. Yeah, here's your
2: freedom and here's your rifle. Now exactly. Go,
0: go defend your freedom. <clears throat> the yeah. results of all these majors' efforts left the Tsar as unpopular as ever. He was unpopular sure, like because he, he called them creatures. Good lord. He Speaking what? of unpopular, Brandy, would you like to take it from here? I <laughs> oh, like that, Kurt?
1: <laughs> That's so funny. All right, so the first attempt on Alexander's life came on April 4th, 1866. He was exiting the northern gate of the Summer Gardens in St. Petersburg while on a walk.
0: he's okay, just taking a walk? He's just like walking. Like the Colonel does from time to time? Right. Evening, with his good friend uh, Bo? He,
2: he was trying to get his 10,000 steps in. He probably yeah, was.
0: got his
1: Fitbit. <laughs> his Fitbit kept buzzing. Um, a small crowd of passersby spontaneously gathered at a respectful distance to see the emperor walking towards his carriage. And from this crowd, a shot was fired by 26-year-old Dmitry Krasikov. Hmm. Luckily, a 28-year-old peasant who worked as a hatmaker's apprentice was also at the scene and ended up saving the emperor by hitting the would-be assassin's arm at the last second.
0: Well, you know, that's it's like always it's movie. always good to have a hatmaker's apprentice <laughs> near. It
1: is. Well, yeah. he needs to put him in charge of his. I security. Wonder how long
2: you got to be a hatmaker's
1: apprentice? Well, I mean, it this, well, it depends on what
0: rules. If this was, uh, if this before he freed the uh, serfs, then a long time.
1: Yeah. Well, that's true. Dimitri turned out to be a member of a terrorist circle and planned to start a revolution with his murder. He was executed uh, later in September of 1866. The 28-year-old peasant. There's
0: there's a lesson here, Colonel. When you're going to try to start a revolution by assassinating a uh, head of state, make sure there's no uh, hat maker's apprentice around. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a rookie mistake. You have to admit that, Brandy. Wow. Well,
2: it, it, when you're in a crowd like that, you know, in the Hatmaker's Apprentice, uh-huh. he probably just was, he just probably bumped into him by accident. Uh-huh. But then later on was telling people, no, I saw him pull the gun. He scissor I, kicked. I gun, jump in front of the yeah, bullet point. Yeah, he was point. embellishing
0: it. Yeah, no, no doubt. Wow. Yeah,
2: but really what was happening, he, he was texting on his phone, Timmy. And not paying attention. But you he as a hat, hat I like, see. It bumped it, bumped so he into walked
0: the... around all day with like a, a, a little tape measure around his neck.
2: Yes, maybe like <laughs> could have
0: been. Maybe like a pin. You know, pins in the little ball cushion. You know? so the twenty-eight-year-old
1: peasant was celebrated as the czar's savior and granted hereditary nobility.
0: Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Now he says, "He says now, bitches, I'm in the house." That's right. <laughs> probably went in. Probably went into the palace, put his feet up on the stool, looked back in the couch, put on no, a know what? Russian, uh, Russian porn. He opened his Asian own hat place. That's what happened. <clears throat> Crack opened a beer. You know, the worst thing about being
2: a hat maker, and especially an apprentice to me. Well, is, in is Russia, they slogan, have those funky
0: hats, you know.
2: Well, the slogan was, uh, we take care of your head. You need we take care of your head, you and know. they need to rebrand that, Timmy.
0: Well, you know, you need head taken care of. I would not. Take want, care you of know, head. who would be a very difficult job is to be in the Pope's hat maker. I mean, you have to it have skills. Be.
2: Well, you know what though? I'm not really sure because I've seen I've seen my boys make the Pope's hat in kindergarten, Timmy, for for projects. Just it's just two pieces of paper stapled together at the sides.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Cutting of course, a it is. Triangle. Yeah. yeah.
1: So the second. Yeah, and then you draw some crayon shit on it. Right. Just as the Pope's hat maker would do. Uh, the second assassination attempt came a year later. In May of 1867, Alexander II, with his sons Vladimir and Alexander, pretty much the third, uh, they were in Paris to attend the World Fair of 1867. One day when the emperor, his sons, and the emperor Napoleon III, where in a carriage exiting the Longchamp race racecourse, a Polish twenty-one-year-old Anton Brzowski ran up to the carriage and shot at the Tsar from a short distance.
0: Yeah, see, that's none of his business. You know, he's Polish. Why? Why would he kill the Tsar?
1: Well, his pistol exploded, wounding his hand and sending the bullet <laughs> and sending the bullet into one of the horses.
0: Oh no! Well, um, you know. We're not, we're not painting the, the whole, you know, we're not, we're not saying it's because he's Polish or anything. I want to make that clear. This is just, he just happened to be Polish.
2: Yeah. What? A All right. Somewhere.
0: So this, it's
2: like, you know what though, this, you know what really happened? And again, we want to get, uh, we want to get history right on this show. Cause we are the history dweebs, Timmy. Um, He ran up. Point blank, and was about to fire a shot, and Napoleon, who was with him, right now, Napoleon wasn't afraid of much. He stuck his finger in the barrel of that gun, Timmy.
1: He didn't even have a And it to exploded
2: duck. just like it does on E. Coyote. Everybody knows. Everybody knows if somebody's that. pointing a gun at you, just stick your finger in the barrel, and it'll blow up. On
1: That's
0: true. You. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that on <clears throat> Bugs Money
1: before. Yes. Yeah. So Brzezowski. Uh, was immediately caught by the crowd. At an interrogation, God, this guy's just, whatever, weak. He fully confessed to his deed. So,
0: well, I geez. mean, he's What's he, how's he going to deny it? Is he going to say, oh, no, yeah. I was in, you know, I was in a district you know during that time. <laughs> wait I'm a minute, trying to I,
2: shoot the horse. Wait a minute.
0: Please <laughs> stop.
1: Stop and think about where we are right now, and then tell me, yes, they all saw him, but you know why wouldn't he confess because that's what people do they say nope wasn't me don't look at me look at
0: me (laughs) so i was in odessa yeah i was at a cafe in odessa at the time right
1: uh so you can fully confess saying that he planned to kill alexander in the name of the liberation of his homeland poland Uh, at the time poland was a part of the russian empire and just four ah. years earlier, in eighteen sixty-three, a rebellion against Russian rule as violently was violently suppressed there. Rozovsky's family was exiled and the murder was intended as revenge.
0: He All served right. so he, he 40 did have years. legitimate
1: beef then. He served forty years of hard labor and was set free in nineteen oh six. At least he got out. Yeah. The third attempt on Alexander's life came thirteen years later. On April second, eighteen seventy nine, Alexander I mean, took Colonel, his... wouldn't you
0: wouldn't you rather like settle for like um maybe 30, 30 years of hard labor? I mean, uh, like thirty. Wouldn't you rather settle for like fifty years of not hard labor and right. of forty <clears throat> years of yeah. hard labor? I mean, 50, you, forty. You gotta weigh it, you know. pluses and mine, easy labor, Timmy. You know, just I would write it down like of, on a sheet of 40 paper, years like of half Netflix. side. I would put, you know, hard labor, and the other half I put non-hard labor, and you just have to balance it. me okay. get out a little later. Yeah. This is well, a when stupid they say hard labor quest. in
2: Russia. It reminds me of when people on podcasts talk about murders, Timmy, mm-hmm. and they say they were brutally murdered, right? Because when's the last time you saw someone just murdered with tender loving care? Well,
0: Timmy? I mean, they could, you know. Timmy. They could give you an overdose and then just yeah. like, pet you. That's your not head Until you, until you, until you so, die.
1: Yeah. The so. intent is brutal.
0: All right. I, I don't know why they got this guy anyway. He was in Odessa. death. So I, don't, I don't know how he ended up in prison for 40 years. But go ahead, Brandon.
1: The third attempt on his life came 13 years later. So Alexander's taking his you daily know, walk around. He's got around. a
0: retrieve there. He got 13 years of no right. assassination attempt.
1: So he's taking his daily walk around the Winter Palace, unattended by any guards. Uh, he took this habit from his father, Nicholas I, who also always walked around the capital all by himself. His son continued the tradition, even after two attempts on his life.
0: Yeah, after you taking, see, You think after a while you get the hint, like, I need to make some changes here. Mm-hmm. Well, it had
2: been 13 years. To me, he let his guard down. Right. You know?
0: After
1: taking a short stroll, the czar was fired at from a twelve-step distance by a 32-year-old nobleman and retired civil servant Alexander Solovev. Solovev, sorry.
0: He's basically like me.
1: Retired
0: civil servant. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was a member of a terrorist group called Land and Liberty.
0: Man, he's retiring at age 32. I wonder yep. what their social security is like over there.
1: <laughs> well, so he That's was a good
0: deal, isn't it, Colonel?
1: It really is. <laughs>
0: Thirty-two. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's see. Have, he
2: he brought, he would have had to start working there when he was two years old. Didn't he?
0: <laughs> Get full pension. So
1: so this guy <laughs> was a member of a terrorist group called Land and Liberty, which would later evolve into the People's Will, and then would later and then later evolve into the Bolsheviks.
0: I think he had to work till he's 35 to be eligible for Medicare.
1: (laughs) That sucks. Uh, The first shot missed the Emperor and he had to run for his life. The assassin chased Alexander down the street, firing two more shots from a closer distance.
0: This this motherfucker, he he retired. He retired.
1: Oh my God, get it together.
0: you retired at You know,
2: there's so little dignity in running for your life. No, <laughs> this this motherfucker. It's because you know he wasn't wearing Nikes or nothing. You know, he's wearing sandals. He,
0: wearing, he retired he at thirty-two, nope and issues. he still he's, he's still got right. <laughs> you know,
2: Timmy's not, not well. He's just. goddamn <laughs> surfs, man. <You> can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm retired. What am I gonna do? This motherfucker. I'm gonna go shoot the. I'm I mean, gonna Jesus. go shoot. I
0: would. You know, a lot of people would like to be retired at 32. Yeah. This, guy, this guy's neat <laughs> hes so pissed. <laughs> well,
2: I think they de- they define retired loosely in Russia, Timmy. I think <laughs> when you're a surf and they kick you off your land, they say you're retired
0: now. Oh my God! You think he? You think he begun? The system is kind of working for him. <laughs> exactly. I love this guy.
2: He, he thought he'd come up and hugged him. No, he shot him, missed him, and then chased him down the street, Timmy. <laughs>
0: uh, that's humiliating right there. Oh, no, You know, you think someone is 32 years old and he's retired. You think hmm. that he's, you know, he probably don't have a lot of complaints.
1: <laughs> well, evidently he has plenty of complaints. So, he's chasing Alexander down the street, fires two more shots from a closer distance. After the third shot, um, I don't whatever that word is. So a guard basically caught up with the assassin and hit him with a saber so hard that the blade bent.
0: Ooh, damn.
1: Still, Soloviev managed to fire another shot. <laughs> well, he wasn't Jesus. done yet. Yeah, and make a run for it, making the fifth shot at the crowd of people that pursued him before finally being caught. According to his published testimony, he acted independently, but in the spirit... Of the program of his party. He was hanged three days later in St. Petersburg with a crowd of about 70,000 watching. Well, see,
0: here's the thing. He was 32 years old. And he probably
2: bitched about that.
0: (laughs) 32 years old. He was retired. He could kick it. You know, he could kick back. Watch soaps all day. You know. uh, Do a little gardening. uh, Listen to podcasts. Whatever. He's not even in a group.
1: Like, and, this is like he wants in. So he's just, this is the spirit of my party. The spirit of your party is stupid.
0: Well, I so, mean, you whatever. know, you think you leave well enough alone. You, you, you're you kind of coming out ahead on this yeah. thing. If you're 32 years old and you're retired, now it, he's hung. Dang you things. just can't make because, people
1: happy.
2: No, I'm telling um, you. It seemed like they need some kind of broken gun control over in Russia.
1: Yeah, they struggle. Because they... <laughs> and clearly that's still, that still goes to I this day. I mean, if a you can take you out, you know. Well, so the members of the People's Will were not through trying to oust the Tsar. The members of this terrorist organization knew that in November of 1879, the Imperial family and their suite would travel... From a Crimea vacation back to Saint Petersburg through Moscow, and they wanted to blow up the train. The the Emperor's uh, Colonel, train, you ever
0: have you ever vacationed in the Crimea, Colonel?
2: Um, I've been there, Timmy. I wouldn't say it was a vacation. Okay.
0: First
1: of all, so of I, like can't,
2: I can't talk about why I was. First of all, like I'm going to stop
1: trip. you because you can't because you can't drive to Crimea. So the implication is you got on a plane, which I know you didn't do. You didn't get on a plane. You didn't leave the well, west side of town.
0: He could have got on a boat. Went down to. Mississippi. He didn't get
1: on a boat. If he can't drive there, or if it's too far outside of the west side, he's not going. So don't piss in my ear and tell me it's raining. You have not been to Crimea. It's just not a thing.
0: Stop. I don't. I don't, I don't think, think you know I that. I don't think. I think you're just assuming. You know what you do. You've when you met
1: him. Mm-hmm. What does he, What him. does she
0: do when she assumes,
2: Colonel? it makes an ass of you and me
0: yeah you. don't make an ass and the of the the locals call of you. it
2: the locals call it kremia kremia
0: so i'm just saying kinda... this motherfucker is 32 years old and he's retired oh my god are you <laughs> jealous much you know he does not he doesn't have anything to complain about is what i'm saying
2: Well, timmy had to wait i mean he had to Timmy actually had to work for thirty years to retire. I know.
0: and this this motherfucker. he's thirty two and when he's retired. I was still I in college now, do you when I think was thirty two. To me, should, if
2: you think, do you think if they had DoorDash, he would have been out ass- assassinating people?
0: Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. If he, you should if write a strongly worded letter. The family's going to come back. Come on, get
1: to the story, Shut double. Up. The family's you coming back. Hear the story. Um and. The emperor's train was usually traveling about 30 minutes behind the first train that carried um, the royal belongings, their entourage service servants, ladies-in-waiting, etc. So they're in the Colonel, first train. Do you train. have
0: ladies-in-waiting, Colonel?
1: They're in the first train, and the other people are in the train 30 minutes behind them. Chuck's gone. Colonel he has, he has a lot a of ladies Ladies
2: waiting for me now, Timmy. <sighs>
1: so you have a you have an devil
2: to hurry up and get through this
1: go, I got a, I got
2: a, I got the Colonel posse
1: today. I the, God. Colonel posse, right. the terrorist placed three bombs along the route of the emperor's train the first one near Odessa the second one near Alexandrovsk whatever it's Ukraine and the third one on the approach to Moscow and the third one was on the approach to Moscow However, the train changed directions and didn't go through didn't go through Odessa, while the second bomb in Ukraine didn't go off.
0: Uh, they screwed up again.
1: Yeah, do you know what this
2: whole thing tells me? Alexandrovsk. Me? Mm-hmm. There. This man lacked confidence. Because I know if I'm gonna blow somebody up to me, I'm only gonna use one bomb. Right. I'm not gonna have a backup plan and a backup plan for the backup plan. Right. He's he see That's what, that's the problem with people, is they don't believe in themselves, Timmy. Okay. And if you were to come to the the Colonel's Church of Enlightenment. Commit
1: to the bit. Right. All right. So further up the road, in Kharkov, the train with the entourage was delayed for technical reasons. So the emperor's train went forward ahead of them, Uh, with the terrorists really none the wiser. So they naturally. I wonder what the technical reason was. I I don't know. You're the one that wrote the script. I would think you'd find that out when you saw it. So I don't know. But naturally, mystery it is. Naturally, they let the first train pass and targeted the second train. On November nineteenth, a bomb exploded just where the militants wanted it to, under the fourth car of the second train, except. Of course, it was the wrong train, and instead of Alexander's car blowing up, they blew up the fruit storage. So now everybody's gonna kind of have scurvy. Luckily, nobody was killed.
0: <laughs> you know, I he bet I it. bet they had egg on their, their face when uh, they did that. I bet they did. Yes, egg on their. You face.
2: You know, Timmy, and they and they wrote a Russian song about this. He leaving. Living oh, on that midnight I didn't know train that was to a Russian Odessa. song. Living on the midnight train. Ah, <laughs> woo, ah, no. Ah, woo, woo.
0: no.
1: Yeah.
2: woo, woo.
1: It's a Russian
0: classic. Yeah. That midnight Yark. train to Odessa.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Continue, devil. Okay, you ready? People want to hear the
0: story. Are you ready? Okay. ready to live yeah. in her world and live without her mind. Huh? Oh, my God.
1: Woo, woo. The same group made yet another attempt on the Emperor's life, this time at his home in the Winter Palace. In, sep- in September of 1879, even...
0: Well, I'm before- going st- to stop you right there. Okay. It's shocking. September, and he's at the Winter Palace.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, that's like wearing white after
0: Labor yes, Day. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> Colonel, we're like, we have you don't one gonna... mind, you know? mm-hmm yeah well you don't go to the winter palace in september this you know stuff like this goes right over her head uh colonel Bo- it, uh, it she
1: does it's logic to me yeah it's logic yeah. well
0: the and bigger thing i mean the, is he should
1: that i don't give a shit i mean when he, he goes to the winter palace, palace he could go to the winter palace in august for all i give a shit he can go oh, wherever that he would wants. Just
0: be, See, that's the thing, Brandy. That's why you You can never be a part of nobility, because you don't understand. Right. You don't-, you don't understand these, oh, that's- these
2: unwritten rules. Right. Of, you have of, to. Uh,
0: see, it, it's your brain. Well, Brandy like never went,
2: went to finishing Knight. school.
1: Okay. okay. You he didn't go to finishing things. school, devil. So can we move on past the Winter Palace? So September, he's at the Winter Palace. So and I don't know why this is in here, but woo, 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 even woo. before the failed train explosion, which why well, I don't know why it's not up there. But anyway, Stephen, what's his butt? Okay, not even going to try and say it. A twenty-two-year-old former
2: Kalturin. Kalturin. See if you, uh, that's how I've been to Crimea uh-huh. and I know how to speak the local dialect. Okay. It's Kalturin. So he was a
1: twenty-two-year-old Steve- former Stepan, not
2: Stephen Stepin Kalturin. Okay.
1: A 22 year old former peasant turned revolutionary propagandist. Wow.
0: That's a career change. He's given himself a fancy title. It's a career change. he's really a peasant, right? So he applied.
1: Yeah, he applied for a job as a carpenter at the palace, which allowed him to have a room in the basement. Unnoticed. You've got got to
0: screen these people better than that.
1: Well, right. Background checks, all of that. Yeah, I bet they didn't give him a drug test. Unnoted and unchecked by security, by February of 1880, he amassed about 32 kilos of dynamite in the basement. Hmm. On February 5th, 1880, Kalturin uh, carried out the explosion right in his room, two levels beneath the dining room where the emperor was to receive Prince Alexander of Hesse. But the prince was half an hour late, and Stephen wasn't aware of that. The explosion uh, see, yeah, ended yeah, up that, killing 11 guards. this stuff is
0: kind of vital. Well, you know, right. Timing
1: is everything. Timing is everything. Uh, the explosion... When
2: it comes to explosions, timing is everything. This kind of reminds me of... Uh, is uh, like... Like the CIA trying to kill... Fidel Castro. Castro. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. It's just every, everything went wrong.
1: Yeah. It's like Rasputin. They can't kill this motherfucker. All right. Well, so-
2: you know, like trying to get, trying you, to you, get, you know, uh,
0: you, you piss off your, those 32 year old retirees. I mean,
2: retirees. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, you, they just got. That's why you got to be 65, 72 here when you retire, because by then you just given you, you lost all motivation. You know, life's been motivation's been beaten out of you. You ain't going to go try to shoot somebody.
1: That's you know, true. but you
2: let a thirty-two-year-old, you give him too much free time, they'll think of some dastardly deeds to do. Because they're still, you know, he was probably married. Yeah, had two, I mean, three you can kids. only watch
0: so
1: much porn, right? <clears throat> okay, so can, uh, yeah, the explosion in Stephen's room ended up <sighs> killing eleven guards on the level below the dining room and wounding fifty-six other people. Uh, oh. The emperor and his family were unharmed. Well, that's a pretty big bi- blast. Yeah. There. Uh, Stephen managed to escape continue continuous terrorist activity. He was hanged in Odessa in 1882 for taking part in the murder of a military prosecutor in Kiev. Curiously, Kalturin managed to keep his identity hidden until the end. There were two more attempts to murder Alexander II that didn't happen. Then they weren't attempts, were they? In the first one, a bomb was placed under the bridge where the emperor's carriage was to later pass, but the militant who was to ignite it, messed up.
0: You know, they have some pretty incompetent assassins over there. That's all I'm saying.
1: It seems like,
2: yeah, it seems like they need a watchmaker's apprentice. Why couldn't somebody Uh, else
1: do it?
0: Why aren't they all standing
1: around waiting on this dumb fuck to show up? And he's, you know, late because
2: And why couldn't he just, one of his little revolutionary terrorist buddies, he couldn't send him a text say, you know, hey, Vladimir, I'm running a little bit late. Can you go ignite this bomb for me? Yeah, yeah. Traffic's bad. Exactly. Um, got tied up. You know, at Starbucks, the line was long, or whatever. And uh, you know, could you go blow up this bridge for me? Just
1: light it real quick. It'll be fine. Yeah, just take a lighter with you. The second failed attempt was to take place on March 1st, 1881. The terrorists created an underground passage under the street intending to plant a mine just as during the other failed plan, but the route of the carriage was changed. This time the, the militants found out about it uh, ahead of time and decided to attack the emperor with hand grenades, an attempt that was unfortunately successful.
0: Oh, well, you know,
1: try, try again. Yeah. The czar was taking a Sunday carriage ride, which was his custom Uh, Due to the reports of an underground tunnel, the driver took a route two blocks from where the assassination was planned. He was accompanied on his carriage ride by five palace guards.
0: The At that point, he just probably say, here, give me the fucking gun. I'll show you how to do it.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, I think the revolutionary terrorist leader was finally like, you know what? You motherfuckers can't shoot to save your lives. Do you think you could throw something at him? Just (laughs) wait till he gets close and throw this shit at him?
0: Yeah, you, you know, it's hand grenade. so you don't even have to—you just yeah. have to come close.
1: Yeah, I don't even care. Throw a brick at the motherfucker. Well— you Just
0: don't—no more
1: guns for you. So the carriage had been a gift of Napoleon II of France and was supposed to be bomb-proof. So the carriage rode way low to the ground.
0: Well, I guess they want to see the reviews he left for that one. The Those leading the Zars security recommend. team— So it's bomb-proof, and those leading the Tsar's
1: security team deem the journey safe. All right, so as the the Tsar carriage pulled away from the Winter Palace, many of the Tsar's adoring subjects lined the streets for a glimpse of their sovereign. A few blocks from the palace, a young man stepped in front of the carriage, took out a white package wrapped in a handkerchief, and hurled it towards the carriage. The bomb exploded underneath the horses, killing one of the guards. Had Alexander stayed in the carriage and returned to the palace immediately, as the remaining guards insisted, things would have been okay. But instead, Alexander leapt out of the carriage to check on the injured guard and a number of civilians who were also wounded during the blast. So he's trying to be a decent person.
0: You're the czar. You need to kind of stay put. No, I know, but... Uh, When the Tsar
1: emerged from his carriage, a second bomber hurled a package at his feet. The bomb exploded, blowing off the Tsar's legs. So he couldn't couldn't go check on anybody. While the guards insisted on taking... You're
0: you're looking at at least two peg legs there. Well,
1: so the guards insisted on taking Alexander to the nearest hospital, but he refused and ordered the guards to take him back to the Winter Palace. It's closer. There... Alexander was bleeding to death with his legs torn away, his stomach ripped open, his face mutilated. Members of the Romanov family rushed to the scene. The dying emperor was given communion and last rites. When Alexander asked his doctor how long he had to live, the physician said up to 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> well, that's pretty, pretty that's precise. nice. I mean, you yeah. know, you could maybe, maybe uh, eat, eat up some pizza or something, but yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Don't start that last episode of uh, yeah. the Last Among Us because you ain't going to see. <laughs> don't, buy, don't buy a book of stamps. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Uh, let's see. At three thirty that day, the standard of Alexander II, his personal flag, was lowered for the last time. As oh, the Tsar yeah, as the czar lay dying, he held the hand of his grandson, the future Tsar Nicholas II, who one day would also meet his end by an assassin's hand. In 1883, a church, the Church of the Savior on Blood, Jesus, was built on the site of Alexander's assassination and is dedicated to his memory. The Church of the right. Savior on Blood. That is a fucking... I want a t-shirt from that place.
0: Because
1: that well, is uh, vicious. Well, Brandy,
0: wh- uh, so they finally got poor Alexander. They finally got
1: him, ripped his legs off. Yeah. I mean... And he had up to 15 your, minutes.
0: I mean, he seemed like a nice guy. He was trying to... He was, he trying, was trying to, to do things. his thing. Yep. Just trying to... Just trying to... <clears throat> move along and get What's along, your final you know? thoughts, Brandy, on Alexander II? So, well,
1: I mean, Colin Farrell played him in a movie, so this whole time, that's all I see is Colin Farrell riding around in a carriage or running from people. And I'm bummed that he got his legs blown off. Alexander seemed like a decent human being. I don't, uh, you know, again, like we said before, there are people that are never going to be happy no matter what you do. So it just sucks that they killed him before he was able to do some of the things to try and make their lives better.
0: Right, they need to raise that uh, minimum age for retirements that they need to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think
2: so, yeah. They, well, I mean, Timmy had to work hard at the county
0: for a long, long really? time. Really? Did he? Did he work Before hard?
2: He got that retirement. I ticket. was there. Was really hard. I
0: was there. <laughs> Settle down. Colonel, what's your final thoughts on Alexander II? I I think Alexander was a lucky
2: man. He was blessed, Timmy. I mean, as someone who I, I like to put myself in that group, Bobby Kennedy, Alexander, you know, a reformer. Uh-huh. huh um, typically what you see historically, to me is if you want to do good things, you're going to catch a bullet in the head.
0: I mean, or you're going to have your legs blown off. Or have your legs
2: blown off, yet. No, I mean,
0: I feel sorry for like off. the street cleaners because, I mean, that, was, that had to be a mess. Well, who, that's...
2: Oh, I bet that was a mess. I don't do know, you do you
0: just throw a bucket of water on it and...
1: Who's down to go to the Church mm-hmm. of the Savior on blood? I went to go there. Mm-hmm. And get a t shirt.
2: Well, don't forget, those who don't want to go to the Savior of Blood, you can if you're looking for spiritual. No, I'm you. not.
1: That's the only place I you want to go. Danny, and she will get you hooked up. We'll have Church our, of the we'll Latter-day
2: Yeah, we'll have our first meeting at the, uh, probably a DweebCon, to me,
0: where we get to know each other and Ugh. outline the
1: rules. Speaking
0: and, of which, I got yeah. uh, three quick shout-outs. <clears throat> One, uh, we want to thank Thad, who edits this. He's done a little different thing now. He's putting outtakes at the end of the show, which is kind of cool. Do we have outtakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really funny. Okay. Uh, obviously, you don't listen to the show, but if you did, you would find it. Because funny. I hate the sound of my voice. <clears throat> uh, also, so thank you, Thad. Also, um, we missed my lovely wife's birthday. It was on February the 15th. Yay! Birthday, so Leanne, who will be here in the United States in a couple weeks, hopefully. I and know. then finally, uh, Jennifer Riker. It, it was she her had a birthday.
1: birthday. Yay! Yeah.
0: Very exciting.
2: So, if you... she got to be about 100 years old now, Jennifer. Hey, oh, no, she's She looks very young. She's getting up
0: there. I would say early 30s i wonder if she's the, i don't early, think she's retired like yet mid-30s. though. so i don't know oh my god
1: because she doesn't live in russia
0: we would like to thank yes. all of you who support us on patreon if you would like to support us on patreon just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little you can give a lot or a colonel or just the tip Timmy, just, just the, tip. the tip we'll have the list out on the next episode but until then Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time on History Dreams. Bye everyone. Goodbye.
2: Praise Jesus! Can I get a name in?
1: Suck it, and we have cheesecake. Suck it.
0: I attend all of the village idiot conventions.
1: Don't piss in my ear and tell me it's raining.